Hey, we're talking with Douglas Wolk, um, author of, well, an interesting book, um, All of the Marvels. And the, uh, the setup, I guess, and you probably heard this too many times as you um, tell people about the book, you have read all 27,000 comic books that the Marvel company has put out. First of all, is, that's a lifetime achievement, right? I mean, you didn't just start this. <laughs> Uh, during the COVID uh, shutdown, right? Uh, no, it took about five years to do all the reading and writing. Five years. Are you? When did you start with Marvel Comics? When did I start with Marvel Comics? Well, uh, probably when I was about 10 years old, you know, I was reading Green Lantern, The Flash, and Batman, and the kid across the street had this comic called Daredevil. It's like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this is weird. Oh, I've never seen anything like this before. And, you know, from there on, it was all downhill. <laughs> and how old are you now? I am now 51. So a lifetime of comic books uh, has led to this book. And I have to read the, uh, you've got some liner notes here that sound, sound pretty good. What sounds like a madman's quest turns out to be a deeply emotional hero's journey. The best work yet from the best writer about the medium of comics. That's Brian Vaughn of Saga. Uh, on the back of your book, advanced praise for all the Marvels, uh, all of the Marvels. Um, you know, what's your, what's, what are you getting as a reaction, uh, when you, when you tell folks about the book? Uh, generally the first reaction is, are you, are you okay? Like, uh, <laughs> it's like, you made it's it. 2021. Nobody's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made it through. I made it through. Uh, and you, and you just set off to do this. Why? Because you saw it as a, a continuous stream. I mean, there could be a novel, I think, a uh, you know, what was what was your thinking there? Just sort of to do it, or there was a book there all along. I mean, in a sense, it's a stunt. You know, it's it's evil Knievel jumping over sixty cars. But also, I had started reading comics with my son, who had said, like, "Oh yeah, I'd like to read all of the uh, superhero comics, all the Marvel superhero comics." I was like, "All right, that's a tall order, kid." You know, uh, I, was, I thought, okay he'll be interested in this for a week. It'll be fine. It'll be a fun week we have together. Four months later, he'd read you know, several hundred and was just plowing on through. I was, and I started thinking, what if I actually read all of these comics? Because it's all really one big story. It is a big story in the same way that the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies are one big story. Any part can refer to any earlier part. They're all supposed to be more or less compatible. This story has been going on for 60 years. It's half a million pages long. What does it look like as a story? What does it say? What does it say about the world in which it's been produced? What does it say about the last 60 years of culture? And then I was off to the races. We're talking with Douglas Walk, the author of all of the Marvels. And uh, Douglas uh, is a, a writer. He's written about comic books, graphic novels, pop music, technology for New York Times, Rolling Stone, Washington Post, all kinds of places. And now you got the book. Um, you know, I, I, I'm th several things come to mind, and I guess everyone puts it in their own terms as far as their, their own experience with comic books. Um, you're 51. I'm 72. I remember uh, growing up in Boston and uh, going to, uh, I guess, a magazine store or something. And they had the comics with the covers ripped off that you could <laughs> buy for nickel or something, you know, and, right. and I was into the Superman thing, yeah. um, which, you know, we, we don't want to get off in a Marvel DC battle here, but uh, you know, and you, and you retain those. Now I did not save them. I read them. I enjoyed them, but that was it. 
there are people who save them. You're, you're one of those. You've got them all. Uh, your son picked up on that. Um, but, you know, what, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, where, where, what is the place of the comic book today? So the joke is that comic books have been dying since 1938. You see every so often somebody saying, like, oh, you know, comics are, uh, are dying. They'll be gone inside of two years. They've been saying this as long as I have been reading them. Comic sales are actually wildly up over the last few years, especially if you count the graphic novels that collect them, the book collections that keep them in print. They're still around. Comic book stores are amazing. They're still there. They're thriving. Digital comics are an entirely new frontier. They are its own thing. There's so much going on. And this Marvel story, the story that I wrote about, has moved to the center of popular culture in some ways. You know, everybody knows who Spider-Man is. There are very few books or anything from the last 50 years where everybody knows who the main character is. Everybody knows the plot. It's Marvel and Star Wars and Harry Potter and not a lot else. That's fascinating. That's a good point. And, you know, the, the uh, success of the films, uh, you mentioned the, the Marvel Universe. Uh, you know, I wonder, and you, and you, you talk about uh, sales of comic books, and uh, I, I, thankfully they, there are still comic book stores out there. And as an old print guy, uh, worked on a newspaper for a number of years, I have to hand it to comic books who that have kind of cut out their own place uh, and not bowed down to the internet. Um, because, you know, you still want to have that comic book, feel it, at least older people think that. I don't know about the your son and other young people, but uh, there's there's something about that. But the, the movies seem to have preempted the comic books. Do, do you believe that's true? I don't think they've preempted the comic books. I think they've kind of augmented them. Uh, what the MCU movies do, they don't adapt the comics directly. They take characters, they take ideas, they treat it all as an enormous cabinet or cupboard full of ingredients that they can use to turn it into something that is not comics because it's a totally different medium. Comics are about what comes from very few people's minds and eyes and hands and they are drawn. It's somebody's drawing. It is somebody's specific art. Movies are a very different kind of experience and the MCU movies treat it that way and they made some fantastic movies and TV shows out of it. And we should tell you we're talking with Douglas Malk, uh, Walk, I'm sorry, all of the Marvels. Uh, this goes through the entire uh, history of the, the Marvel comic books. And uh, what to give us an idea, what are the uh, number of, like on a given month, how many Marvel comic books come out? Uh, so at the moment, it's usually about 40 or 50 comics, each of about 20 pages, maybe 30 pages published in the given month. At the beginning of the Marvel story in 1961, there were eight comics every month exactly eight. That was the deal that they had with their distributor. They couldn't publish more than eight. So it's it's increased some over time. There was a giant boom in the 90s where you would see up to 100 or more comics being published in any given month. And now it's, now it's settled into around you know, 50, 60, something like that. And so this is a thriving, uh, and I guess thriving is the right word, but, but certainly artists and, and writers, uh, letterers, I mean, those folks that work on has, is, are they busy or is that computers uh, cutting to that? Oh, you know, technology has obviously changed the way that comics are made. 
Uh, we're seeing, for example, you used to see a lot of inkers in comics who were people who would go over pencil artists' work with ink lines and kind of render it into the, the black line work that you would see printed in comics. Now, colorists who work digitally have taken over a lot of the job of what inkers used to do in terms of tone and style and overall look of something. And that's that's an example of digital technology, but it's still it's still people making them. There's more people making comics now than ever. And, you know, we're um, we're talking with Douglas about uh, the progression, uh, the history, what things happened. And as you go through the book, yes, there are pictures in here. They're black and white. <laughs> so if people think, oh, I'm going to, you know, see all the color stuff. Now, you still going to have to get the comic books for that. But um, you, you go through kind of chronologically. Uh, at least chapter by chapter and you kind of you know kind of note things like iron man used to be or has always been about the uh, a military uh complex industrial complex uh that spider-man has kind of morphed into this way or that way uh what what are the present trends that you're seeing with some of the main characters um, we're seeing some very different characters coming into the spotlight right now. Uh, one of my absolute favorites is the new Ms. Marvel, who is a teenage Pakistani-American Muslim girl living in Jersey City, coming into her own, figuring out what it means to do good in the world. And in many ways, she is the Peter Parker of right now. Hmm. And has a following, has a regular book? or what is, Oh, what is yeah. Your... Yeah, okay. she uh, has been starting her own comic for five years or so now and has a huge fan base. There's going to be a Ms. Marvel TV show that uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is making that is premiering, I believe, sometime next year. Well, that's see, these are the examples of what happens when you read 27,000 comic books uh, and, and running up there. Is it, is it a, a, a sort of a labor of love for you now, Douglas, to, um, you know, when the month comes up or the new issues arrive? Uh, to go over them all or, or how do you approach that you know i thought when i finished writing all the marvels it was like okay i'll take a little break from comics for a little while it's time to catch up on the pile of prose books i need to you know put some other things into my head for a change and of course the afternoon that i turned in the final corrections on the book i went to my local comic book store i was like "Ooh, there's a new issue of marauders i gotta pick that up so you know it's a it's a habit now i can't break it can't I can only it. imagine the reaction at that comic book store when they see you coming, because right? I, I, <laughs> I would guess that they go, all right, here we go. Well, what, what do we got that we need to move here? Um, so the and I think you make this point in the book. Um, you, you don't you don't really worry about condition. You know, you're not one of these people that, uh, oh, my God, it's got to be hermetically sealed and, and put away for the for the time capsule. But you, you look at it as stuff for to read. Right. A comic book. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's there for. To, it is meant to be read, to be enjoyed, to give pleasure to people who hold it in their hands. My kid would much rather read on a tablet, would much rather read digitally. That's fine. That is his preferred way. I love comics as physical objects, but I'll read them any way I can. Now, we mentioned the digital. Um, that's coming. It's well, It's been around for a while, but is Marvel pumping out digital comics as they are the the paper they are they actually just started something well they, so they have a service called marvel unlimited which is basically their netflix it's an all you can read kind of thing 
Uh, they just started something uh, called Infinity Comics, which are designed to be read on mobile phones. Like they are designed to be scrolled through with your thumb. Uh, that just launched a few weeks ago. They've got a couple fun things there so far. Uh, there's a series called uh, <laughs> X-Men Green that has been running there that I've been enjoying a bunch. <laughs> X-Men Green. So they're taking the, the well-known characters and just adapting them to, to a different format. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a different kind of comic, but it's still comics. It's still, you know, words and pictures drawn by somebody. Yeah. And, and the, the cost, what's the cost on that? Uh, I think a subscription to Marvel Unlimited is something like 10 bucks a month or 70 bucks a year, something like that. Okay. Well, we're learning about comic books from Douglas Welk, who has written the author of all of the Marvels. And it's, it's a nice, a really good history. As you mentioned, when you go through 60 years of comic books that have uh, touch on whatever's going on in the country and the world, uh, you see, you know, the culture changes, the... Uh, 2001, you know, 9-11, uh, reactions to big events. It's all there, isn't it? Absolutely. Every step of the way. It's a little bit delayed. Sometimes it takes a little while to respond, but sometimes it's a little bit ahead of the curve. There's a remarkable moment in uh, 1974 in Captain America where there's the, the head of the criminal syndicate, the secret empire, is unmasked and it's Richard Nixon, very thinly disguised Richard Nixon, but Richard Nixon, who is unmasked in the Oval Office and then shoots himself in the Oval Office. This is a story that was published three months before Nixon resigned. Wow. Well, and that's and, and you make the point, too. And I, I it was just looking at that, the the nine the, the attack on the World Trade Center that we uh, you know, know, of course, is 9-11 uh, was the, the World Trade Center was a, was a subject for some time in Marvel Comics well before. Yeah. 9-11. Yeah, from the time it was built, there was this recurring fantasy of some sort of attack on the World Trade Center, or the World Trade Center being in ruins, that was just this symbol that you would see over and over in the same way that you know, the Statue of Liberty being attacked became a symbol after you know, Planet of the Apes. You would start started seeing mm -hmm. it turn up in comics. But there's like a dozen comics that predate 2000 that involves some sort of attack on the World Trade Center. Fascinating hmm. to see. Well, uh, Douglas, uh, we, we've got to uh, cut this off here because uh, you've you probably got a comic book uh, supply company. <laughs> but uh, we want to let everyone know this is our, all of the marvels, Douglas Walk. Um, it's, it's really a fascinating book, uh, even if you've never touched uh, a Marvel comic book, because you, you're going to find out all kinds of things about, as you said, the characters of our world uh, that, that we see in the films, you see it's online, they're, they're certainly everywhere. Spider-Man and everybody else, uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, you know, we could, we could run down the whole list, but uh, we'll let others 